on uniform standard time for railways telegraphs and civil purposes generally by sandford fleming this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org paper read before the convention of the american society of civil engineers held at montreal canada june 15 1881 the question which i have been requested to bring under the notice of the convention although not strictly of an engineering character from its nature cannot fail to be of interest to the members of the american society of civil engineers many of whom have taken a prominent part in establishing the great lines of communication on this continent to the large number of its members connected with the administration and development of the gigantic railway system extending between the two oceans which in length are but little less than one hundred thousand miles the subject becomes one of vital importance the occasion strikes me as peculiarly appropriate for submitting for your consideration the subject to which with your permission i will briefly refer the society meets for the first time beyond the limits of the united states to find in the dominion of canada a cordial welcome many of its members in attending this convention must have travelled long distances and have experienced in one way or another some of the difficulties it is proposed should be removed the definition of civil time and its scientific determination for railway telegraph and all ordinary purposes is a problem to which a solution is imperatively demanded by the present condition of civilization the question has been examined by the american metrological society new york the imperial academy of science st petersburg the royal society london england the canadian institute toronto and other scientific bodies its importance has been fully admitted and expressions of opinion have been obtained as to the means of overcoming the difficulties which are experienced the citizens of the united states and the subjects of her majesty the queen occupy together the greater portion of north america the most friendly relations exist between us for in the main we are substantially one people living under different governments with laws and customs essentially identical on all sides we are satisfied to remain separated by our political affinities having distinct theories and beliefs with respect to systems of government but science like every noble virtue knows no national boundary in this brief note i can recognize none in alluding to matters which equally concern the united states and canada i shall refer simply to this country or to this continent as the continent extends across one hundred five degrees of longitude an individual at the western limit finds himself seven hours of recorded time behind another individual at the extreme eastern side at the same moment of absolute time much of the intervening country is but thinly settled but railways and telegraphs traverse from ocean to ocean and we have every gradation of difference of time between the extreme limit of seven hours according to the system of notation which we have inherited from past centuries every spot of earth between the atlantic and the pacific 
is entitled to have its own local time should each locality stand on its dignity it may insist upon its railway and its other affairs being governed by the time derived from its own meridian the smaller and less important localities however as a rule have found it convenient to adopt the time of the nearest city the railways have laid down special standards which vary as has been held expedient by each separate management in the whole country there is so far an irregular acknowledgment of more than one hundred of these artificial and arbitrary standards of time the consequences of this system are unsatisfactory they are felt by every traveller and in an age and in a country when all more or less travel the aggregate inconvenience and confusion is very great and it will be enormously multiplied as time rolls on if the system already results in difficulties to trouble our daily life and to lead to embarrassments which often occupy our courts of law which indeed too often are the cause of loss of life what will be the consequences in a few years when population will be immensely increased and travel and traffic indefinitely multiplied if no effort be made to effect a change the societies i have mentioned after careful examination have united in the opinion that a satisfactory change cannot be made too soon and they have adopted resolutions pointing to a general uniformity and thorough accuracy in time reckoning they believe that the course they have recommended will greatly facilitate the daily transactions of businessmen greatly increase the safety of the travelling public and immensely benefit the whole community it is proposed that the community unite in an effort to simplify the system now in use by reducing the number of time standards to a minimum by substituting for an indefinite number of irregularly established and purely local standards a few main or as they may be termed continental standards each one having a fixed and well-known relation to all the others it is proposed to have these standards established and maintained by governmental authority to have them regulated with precision through a common central observatory and through these standards it is proposed to keep every town city railway and steamboat clock throughout the land as nearly as practicable in perfect agreement the plan of arrangements favored by the metrological society new york and the canadian institute toronto is to have the standards so established that they will be exactly one hour apart that is to say while it would be nine o'clock at one standard it would be eight o'clock at the next to the west seven o'clock at the following and so on by steps of exactly one hour there would be no difference in the minutes and smaller divisions of time if the time be ten minutes or thirty minutes past the hour at any one point it would at the same instant in absolute time be ten minutes or thirty minutes past some hour at every point the hours themselves only would differ and they would differ only in designation according as the localities were east or west at the same instant of absolute time every clock in the country would strike either one hour or another the minute and second hands would always and everywhere be in perfect agreement it may be known to gentlemen present that the officers of the united states signal service 
have evinced a deep interest in the question and in the efforts to establish uniformity accuracy and simplicity of system throughout the country general hazen chief signal officer washington has expressed his earnest desire to contribute toward the public dissemination of standard time he considers it eminently proper that the department over which he presides should as far as practicable assist in a work in which the whole community is interested and he offers the active cooperation of the signal service in every part of the united states in the maintenance of accurate standard time and giving it to the public by dropping time balls at all important stations mr cartmail chief director of the meteorological department of canada would similarly cooperate in every practicable way there would therefore be no difficulty in giving effect to a scheme of introducing uniformity of time reckoning throughout north america so soon as the railway and telegraph authorities and the general public express concurrence it is proposed one that the exact time should be determined astronomically at a central observatory two that every town of any importance should have a public time signal station three that arrangements be made for placing each station in electrical connection with the central observatory at a certain hour every day four that each station be furnished with automatical apparatus for making the proper signal either by dropping a time ball or by firing a gun at the proper moment five that all the public and railway clocks in each and every locality be controlled electrically from the public time signal station i think it may fairly be claimed that no peoples are more progressive or more ready to adopt any needed change or manifest improvement than those who live in north america and as there is no country except russia where a greater necessity is presented or a better field offered for the introduction of a comprehensive system of uniformity in time reckoning it is more than probable that in this country the change will first be made as there can be little doubt that other countries will in due time follow the example of america it is desirable that we should inaugurate a system which will readily commend itself by its appropriateness and simplicity one that will have the best prospect of being ultimately adopted throughout the world if we admit the principle that in a question of this kind it is not expedient to limit our view to any city or state or province but to embrace in our system the whole of the continent it seems to follow that we should take a still broader view and endeavor to apply the principle to all countries steam and electricity are rapidly altering the conditions of life everywhere they are girdling the globe and bringing all countries nearer together we get our unit measure of time from the earth's revolutions it is therefore common property and nothing can be more cosmopolitan in its nature it is perfectly obvious to my mind that a system of uniform time which would be good for this country should be equally good for all countries on the face of the globe these views have met with the ready acquiescence of all who have given them careful consideration and the system recommended by the several scientific bodies for adoption on this continent commends itself as a scheme which all nations may with advantage to themselves and to general interests 
except the american metrological society and the canadian institute have each passed resolutions substantially as follows resolved that uniformity of time throughout the united states and canada is demanded by the progress of events and that a central system by which time may be reckoned in a uniform and accurate manner by the people of all nations throughout the globe is of the highest importance resolved that a great service will be rendered to the world by directing the public mind to the subject and by securing the general adoption of a well-conceived system of uniformity and that the society is hereby authorized to cooperate with other bodies in recommending a comprehensive scheme based on the following propositions one twenty-four standard meridians one every fifteen degrees of longitude to be established around the globe for reckoning sectional or local time two one of the twenty-four standards to be selected as time zero or initial meridian for reckoning cosmopolitan time three the time zero to coincide with the prime meridian to be common to all nations for computing longitude four the twenty-four standard meridians to be designated by names or by letters of the alphabet or by degrees of longitude numbered from the prime meridian westerly five the prime meridian or zero for time and longitude to pass near bering strait one hundred eighty degrees from greenwich six the division of the day into two halves of twelve hours each to be discouraged and a single series numbered from one to twenty-four substituted in the cosmopolitan day or a period of time between two successive passages of the sun over the prime meridian the single division to be made absolute i may avail myself of this opportunity of mentioning that the scheme of cosmopolitan standard time is being brought before various european societies under distinguished auspices his excellency the governor-general of canada has been good enough personally to evince a deep interest in the question and has been pleased to send communications to france belgium prussia austria russia and switzerland the subject will be considered by the association for the reform and codification of the law of nations at their meeting in august next at cologne in rhine prussia and it will on that occasion find warm advocates in dr bernard president of columbia college and dr david dudley field of new york the question will be brought under the consideration of the international geographical congress at venice in september next supported by such men as dr otto strove director of the imperial observatory st petersburg general hazen of washington and others in bringing these propositions under the notice of the american society of civil engineers i do not feel justified on an occasion like the present to refer at length to the voluminous papers which have been written and the arguments which have been advanced in connection with this question necessarily i have been brief and i respectfully suggest in order further to save the time of the convention that a committee be appointed to examine and report at a future meeting 
i feel it proper to add that as the great object is to determine and establish a system which will secure the greatest advantages to the community it is of the first importance to have the proposition carefully digested by those whose opinions have value with the public an expression from this body of educated scientific and practical men must carry with it weight and will exact respect in every quarter end of on uniform standard time for railways telegraphs and civil purposes generally by sanford fleming